So here's another way to get at the same idea. Most generally, if you want the derivative with respect to x of y to the n, presuming that y is a function of x, it would be using the general power rule n y to the n minus 1, but then you need to multiply by dy dx using the chain rule. And again, the best way to see that you're doing it correctly is to make sure that whatever variable you're differentiating with respect to in the instructions is done when you do the differentiation. And so that might require the chain rule. Let me show you with a couple of examples. Suppose we want to take the derivative with respect to y of 3 plus 4x squared plus 5y cubed. So if I differentiate a constant with respect to any variable, I get 0. Plus, the derivative of 4x squared would be 8x, but then I'm differentiating with respect to another variable. So we're assuming x is a function of y, so we have to say times dx dy, because this is an implied uh, composite function, and we need to use the chain rule. Plus, the derivative of 5y cubed is just 15y squared. We're differentiating with respect to y, and that's originally the variable we were asked to differentiate with respect to, so we're finished here. Another thing that can be helpful, and this is again going to come up in a future section, is you could think of this as times the derivative of y with respect to itself, right? And conceptually, dy dy can represent 1, right? There's no change in in a variable with respect to itself. The change we just represent by multiplying by 1. So dy dy, I mean, you could just think dy over dy is equal to 1. It's not exactly for that reason, but you can think of it that way to help. And so because dy dy just represents 1, we don't have to write it. So we say derivative with respect to y of a constant is 0. The derivative with respect to y of 4x squared is 8x dx dy, just like 8u du dy, or 8u du dx, like we've been doing. We take the derivative of the term, and then we have to say, oh, but we differentiated x with respect to y. So we have to write it. They're not the same. Plus 15y squared dy dy is equivalent to 1 so I don't have to write it. The next example, the derivative with respect to x of the same expression. Now this time, we're assuming y is a function of x. So when we take the derivative of 3, we get 0, plus the derivative of 4x squared is just 8x, plus the derivative of 5y cubed is 15 y squared, but then I have to say, oh, but I'm differentiating y with respect to x. So I have to write dy dx. And so the final answer is 8x plus 15y squared dy dx. These last two examples, differentiating with respect to x or y, 
of a product. You can probably guess this is going to be a little more complicated because it's a product. So we need to use the product rule along with the chain rule. So I'm going to, first of all, um, deal with this three. I think it's actually easiest to combine the three with the x squared and just keep it with that with that factor. So ddx, I'm going to think of that as a times b, where a is 3x squared and b is y to the fifth. And we're assuming that y is a function of x. So when we do this, we need the product rule first and foremost, right? So according to the product rule, I have to differentiate the first thing with respect to x. So the derivative of 3x squared with respect to x is just 6x. You could think dx dx if you wanted, right? Which is just equivalent to 1. Times the second function of x left alone times y to the fifth. Then I have a big plus. And then I take the 3x squared and I leave it alone. And I multiply by the derivative of y to the fifth with respect to x. So we have a need for the chain rule, don't we? We have a composite function, a function of x to the fifth power. So its derivative is 5y to the fourth, 5u to the fourth, times dy dx, because I'm differentiating with respect to a different variable. So I say times dy dx. And when I combine, I get 6xy to the fifth plus 15x squared y to the fourth dy dx. So the derivative with respect to x of that expression, 3x squared y to the fifth, is equal to 6xy to the fifth from the derivative of 3x squared plus 5 times 3, 15x squared y to the fourth. But this time I differentiated y with respect to x. Since those are different variables, I have to write dy dx. Now, this also is best um, learned by example. So let's look at the next example. The derivative with respect to y of 3x squared y to the fifth. Now this time, we still have the same product. I'm going to think of the 3 with the x squared and the y to the fifth by itself. But this time we're differentiating each of these with respect to y. So now that's we're going to assume x is a function of y. So when we write this, we say the derivative of the first thing is 6x to the first. But then I'm differentiating with respect to y. So I have to say times dx dy. Then I say times the second function left alone. Derivative of the first times the second plus, this time the first left alone, times the derivative of the second. And the derivative of y to the fifth with respect to y is just 5y to the fourth dy dy is equivalent to 1, so I don't have to write it. The derivative of y with respect to y is just 1. So I have the first one left alone this time, 3x squared times the derivative of the second. The derivative of y to the fifth is 5y to the fourth. With respect to y, I don't have to write dy dy. And so I simplify, and I get 6x 
y to the fifth dx dy. It's really common, of course, to want to say dy dx because that's what we normally do. Times dx dy plus 15x squared y to the fourth. And that's the derivative with respect to y. And you'll notice when you compare this one, the second one, to the first answer, the only difference is that one has dy dx in it in the second term, and the other has dx dy in the first term. And you can see how come that's the case. Didn't want to say y twice, but you can see why that's the case.